I'm Nancy Showalter, and you're listening to Spirituality for the Politically Incorrect podcast. Welcome, all radical paradigm shifters and creative change makers. You who dare to create a better life and a better world, tap into the power that resides within you and use that power for constructive change. Hello and welcome on this Easter Sunday, the celebration of the resurrection of Jesus Christ from death back to life. And we have to ask ourselves, how is this event that took place over 2,000 years ago relevant to us today? What does this mean to us right here and now? Now, that's whether you're Christian or any other religion. I want to talk about how we can be transformed by the fires of the resurrection. In the Bible, it says our God is a consuming fire. And just like fire consumes paper, fire can also make something permanent, as in the case of gold. So resurrection, or the power to rise from the dead, whether we're talking about physical death or at a spiritual level, resurrection is a fire that transforms brings back to life, and is something that happens beyond just bringing the physical body back to life. That may not be our initiation, but the initiation of the resurrection is for each one of us on a spiritual path. There's a spiritual component that's happening right now, and this is the perspective in which I'd like to look at the resurrection. And talking about seeing things from a different perspective, It reminds me of the story in the Bible when Jesus arrived at the home of Mary and Martha and their brother Lazarus, who had died several days earlier. And Jesus told Martha that her brother would rise again. And her comment was, well, I know he'll rise in the resurrection on the last day. But Jesus replied to this, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live, and whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Martha believed in a future resurrection, but Jesus was giving her the understanding that God I am is the resurrection and the life. He didn't say, I, Jesus, am the resurrection and the life. He said, I am the resurrection and the life. God I am. He was so one with the I am, that's, this is how he spoke. God I am is the resurrection and the life here and now. And that he was proving that in the manifestation of the Christ. Now one thing that's unique about Jesus' mission is that he publicly went through the initiations that all of us must go through on the spiritual path. And he did it in a very physical, outer way so that you could see it. Those initiations are the transfiguration, the crucifixion, the resurrection, and the ascension. Now, all of these were publicly witnessed, which shows us not only how to go through them, but that these initiations do exist and apply to us. But we may or may not experience these initiations in the outer, in a physical way. They can take many forms. If we think over our lives, we may be able to see where some of these initiations have taken place. And they take place in cycles, not necessarily in that particular order all at one time. 
and very likely in varying degrees more than once in a given lifetime. No doubt many of us can think of a time when we felt transfigured or transformed. Perhaps a spiritual experience, perhaps giving birth to a child, perhaps uh, being out in nature and having a transcendent experience. A high spiritual experience with a great aha moment that changed our life, our consciousness. Or times when we might have suffered a crucifixion. I can think of a number of things that would fit the bill of a crucifixion. Child abuse, domestic violence of all sorts, war and prisoner of war camps, or simply being unjustly accused and crucified in the media or by your friends or your family. It could be something major or something relatively minor. But no matter what, it's an initiation and the testing of the soul. Now, the crucifixion can be the crucifixion of our human self for the resurrection of the divine self. Or it can actually be the crucifixion of the Christ self, just like it was with Jesus, unjustly, and we know those things definitely happen. But it, once again, it is for the rising up of that light, for the magnification of that light, the resurrection. You can look at the initiation of the crucifixion as when our sensory delusions are finally crucified, and then the Christ man emerges in the resurrection of all that is good, pure, lovely, and ascends to the heart of God to abide forever in that unity. So the resurrection really proves Paul's teaching that the last enemy to be overcome is death. The reality is there is no death, but we have to prove that there's no death. And we do this through the resurrection because the resurrection is the resurgence of God's energy through our being, through our chakras. Jesus was able to restore life to his temple by drawing forth the resurrection fires from the I am presence in the base of the spine chakra where the Kundalini or the mother light is. And as we begin our resurrection in the same way, by the acceleration of the light within our being, by raising our vibrations to love, joy, happiness, truth. And that's why it's so important to keep our vibrations at the highest level and always focus on the goal, which is the ultimate victory over death as a natural conclusion of our soul's path, culminating in that reunion with God. Death is unreal. It's the ultimate illusion of the cessation of life. But it's only real to those who believe that our life is just simply in our body. Or for those who have misused the light and cut themselves off from their divine origin and have no light left in them when it's their time to return to the source. As life is in the flame, the fire in the heart and in the soul, both of which move on and accelerate beyond the physical. Our God is a consuming fire. And the good news is that we can invoke resurrection fires with our meditations, mantras, and affirmations. One of the most powerful examples, of course, is Jesus' statement, I am the resurrection and the life. If you say that and visualize it descending upon you and accept it and feel it throughout your being, you will transform your body, mind, and spirit. Because remember, when we say the words, I am, we are invoking the divine power within us, that part of us made in the image and likeness of God, to manifest whatever we follow 
those words with. But the key is asking and then accepting it. So with the affirmation, I am the resurrection and the life, you can also use that mantra to resurrect specific areas of your life. For instance, I am the resurrection and the life of my finances, or I am the resurrection and the life of my health, or I am the resurrection and the life of my heart if you have heart issues, or my liver if you have liver issues, or my lungs, whatever the case may be. But the key is to add the power of the third eye chakra to visualize the reality of what you're speaking and the love of the heart chakra to feel it as if it is already accomplished. So that heart chakra puts you into the here and now, the very presence. It's not in the future, it's now. And you feel that, you step into that reality. So you put out your intention then you affirm it's already accomplished. Now, there are other powerful affirmations. I am the resurrection fire flowing through every atom and cell of my body. I am transformed by the resurrection fires. It's powerful to speak the word in the physical realm while visualizing and feeling the reality of what you are speaking. And then that brings us to the initiation of the ascension. The ascension is a term used for achieving immortal life. Now, whether you call it soul liberation, ascension, nirvana, or any other religious term, we're talking about the reunion with God. The ascension is the acceleration of consciousness that actually happens every hour, every day, as we raise our vibration, as we literally increase the vibratory rate of our consciousness and accelerate toward the vibration of our God presence and we accelerate until ultimately our soul permanently reunites with the I Am Presence, the individualized presence of God within us. And just like the resurrection fire, we can also invoke the ascension flame or fire as we visualize a sphere of white light enveloping our entire form. This is a very powerful meditation and visualization. And there's a very powerful mantra that you can use also so wherever you are right now, just take a deep breath and visualize an intense white light surrounding you, filling your aura. And what would it be like to feel the presence of that light? Just feel it and be there. Then repeat the affirmation again. You can repeat each phrase after me. I am ascension light, victorious and free, one with God I am for all eternity say it. I am ascension light, victorious and free, one with God I am for all eternity. I am ascension light, victorious and free, one with God I am for all eternity. I am ascension light, victorious and free, one with God I am for all eternity. It's always helpful to do your mantras in groups of three. And the reason for that is it's a mathematical reason. One times one is one, two times two is four, but three times three you get to that squaring action is nine. It's triple. So there is a power in the three times three of repeating your mantras in groups of three. Now the great thing about spending quiet time 
to really focus on seeing, feeling, and saying these mantras is that you gain a momentum as you repeat them. So once you've deeply felt your affirmations, you can then immediately return to that state and feel the release of light and power when you speak the words. And this is because you have momentum. I'd like to read a description of the ritual of the Ascension, that actual point at which you permanently reunite with God, as it's described by Serapis Bay, an ascended master and which was scribed by Elizabeth Clare Prophet and published in the book Dossier on the Ascension. I'd invite you to meditate on these words because they evoke such powerful visualizations and elevated feelings. He describes in detail what happens to us as we go through this ritual and reunite with God. He says, It is true, although the form of an individual may show signs of age prior to his ascension, that all of these signs will change and that the physical appearance of the individual will be transformed into the glorified body. The individual ascends then not in an earthly body, but in a glorified spiritual body into which the physical form is changed on the instant by total immersion in the great God flame. Thus man's consciousness of the physical body ceases and he achieves a state of weightlessness. This resurrection takes place as the great God flame envelops the shell of human creation that remains and transmutes in a pattern of cosmic grids all of the cell patterns of the individual, the bony structure, the blood vessels, all bodily processes which go through a great metamorphosis. The blood in the veins changes to liquid golden light. The throat chakra glows with an intense blue-white light. The spiritual eye in the center of the forehead becomes an elongated god flame rising upward. The garments of the individual are completely consumed and he takes on the appearance of being clothed in a white robe, the seamless garment of the Christ. Sometimes the long hair of the higher mental body appears as pure gold on the ascending one. Then again, eyes of any color may become a beautiful electric blue or a pale violet. Whether it be Zarathustra who ascended back to God in the great flame, or Elijah who went into heaven in the chariot of fire, the flame of the ascension is the key which unlocks the door to immortality for every man. The flame is the vehicle which conveys the Ascended One back to the heart of His Divine Presence. He retains full consciousness of this entire ritual, and once ascended, He becomes on the instant an emissary of the Great White Brotherhood, and carrying out its various aims which always come under the direction of the Fatherhood of God. Man's identification with purity and perfection, made manifest by the everlasting resurrection and victory of divine love, is inherent in the power of the ascension flame. Thus, from that outer expression of the physical form, which has been called the tomb of matter, love's victory makes solar deities manifest where mere mortals formerly stood. And this ends that excerpt from the book Dossier on the Ascension. So we've been talking about resurrection on a day that the Christian world celebrates resurrection of Jesus Christ. 
And we've also been talking about the ascension. Let's review those mantras, always remembering that we visualize using our third eye chakra. We use our hearts to step into that reality and feel the energy of the words we're saying. And we claim that it's already accomplished, whatever we are affirming. And we do this through our imagination and feeling. I'll repeat each mantra if uh, you want to join in. I am the resurrection and the life. I am the resurrection and the life. I am the resurrection and the life. I am the resurrection fire flowing through every atom and cell of my body. I am the resurrection fire flowing through every atom and cell of my body. I am the resurrection fire flowing through every atom and cell of my body. I am transformed by the resurrection fires. I am transformed by the resurrection fires. I am transformed by the resurrection fires. I am ascension light, victorious and free, one with God I am for all eternity. I am ascension light, victorious and free, one with God I am for all eternity. And I'll review the some of the violet flame mantras that we have covered in the past. I am the violet flame, victorious and free, one with God I am for all eternity. I am the violet flame, victorious and free, one with God I am for all eternity. I am the violet flame, victorious and free, one with God I am for all eternity. I am a being of violet fire. I am the purity God desires. I am a being of violet fire. I am the purity God desires. I am the being of violet fire. I am the purity God desires. And remember the violet fire is the transmutation, the transmuting fire that frees energy. It is the flame of freedom. And yes, the resurrection fires bring us from death to life, from lesser vibrations to the highest vibrations of love, joy, and gratitude where we are meant to dwell. It's really all about shifting our focus from the physical aspects of life where we just occasionally consider the spiritual aspects to a focus on our spiritual being and then give the necessary attention to the physical part of our lives and give that same attention to our spiritual part of our lives. It's like the popular saying these days, we aren't physical beings having a spiritual experience, but spiritual beings having a physical experience. And you know, I love one of the dictionary definitions of resurrection, and it is spiritualization of thought. And it's so true because our thoughts evoke feelings and our feelings place us at one point or another on the vibratory scale. So remember, when you are at any lower level vibration, step back, be bold enough to ask yourself, what thoughts are causing me to have these feelings? And then be open enough to be shown because then you can change those thoughts that have crystallized into beliefs and are holding you back in some way. And my final thought in this episode is, please go away from today's episode knowing that you have the power to change. You can consciously raise your vibration by making the choice to do so. 
which may take a lot of courage and discipline when facing something traumatic or emotional, but that is the way you will take charge of your life and become a conscious creator of your life circumstances instead of being a victim of the energies of the world or a victim of your own limiting beliefs. It's all about tuning in and becoming one with that part of you that is not injured, that is not fearful, that is not angry, that is not depressed. There may be parts of you that are in those negative emotions, but there is a part of you that is not. And you can use that part of you, the mighty I am, the higher mental body or Christ self, however you want to deem it, that is the part of you that can transform the other parts of you that are not as desirable. So I hope you have a most glorious Resurrection Day, no matter what your background is or your belief or non-belief, because this energy, this fire, is there for us to use and take and to be transformed. And Jesus brought that as a mighty victory and demonstration in the outer for us to understand the depth and breadth of what the resurrection really means. Have a wonderful, blessed day, and I will see you next week. Until then, keep an open mind, a generous heart, and a powerful spirit. Thank you for being with me today, and if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, download, and comment. I'd love to hear from you, and your support is much appreciated. And don't forget, go to nancyshowalter.com to get your free electronic copy of my book, It's Okay to Be Rich, The Entrepreneur's Guide to Increased Wealth and Personal Mastery, endorsed by T. Harv Ecker. And my free mini course, How to Speak Your Success, The Shocking Truth of How Your Words Impact Achieving Your Goals. I'll see you next week.